This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Yo! And I'm jazzed. I'm sorry I burped right before that. I told you. I told you you were going to do it. I'm jazzed. Jazzed. I don't want to jinx it, but possibly, quite possibly, I might get my PS5 tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Possibly. That's ex- exciting time. It was exciting to me until this guy fucking like jinxed it for me. Like, oh, dude, you're going to get a 2020? I'm like, fuck. I Last forgot. day of 2020. Last, like, dude, <laughs> I'm going to get the one that's definitely going to fucking like blue screen on me. Watch. <laughs> you open it up. It's got the box and everything. You open it all up and it's the Xbox. It's like, yeah. Son of a bitch. Watch or just rocks or whatever they were doing in England. Yeah. Yes. The old box of rocks trick. Yeah. Happen- works every time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this, it's already um, it's already 2021. So, uh, yeah, happy new year! Happy new year! So, fun stuff. Uh, we are recording this the day before New Year's Eve, so we still have to make it through two more days. Yeah, before we start dodging zombies or whatever <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. aliens are coming. Whatever the world has for us next. Um, but yeah, we have a bunch to talk about. Uh, today we are going to be talking about Wonder Woman. And why Cody hates women. <laughs> it's not true. Uh, I only hate this one particular one. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, just got released on uh, HBO Max. Um, as well as select theaters, wherever you know people don't care about public health. Yeah, or your own health. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, make sure you guys, uh, you can find all of our information on nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. That has our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And our tea. And our tea. You can pick up a bag of Nerd Tea Confessions, and uh, you can also uh, buy some Phoenix Fit stuff. Um which we haven't checked in with yeah. for quite some time. Our loads haven't been as quite as big. Yeah, that's true. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't been sleeping as well. That's that's definitely for sure. And that stuff worked fairly well. But before we get into all of that shenanigans, let's talk some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. You want to go first? Yes. I have been binging because um, Netflix. I can't. I don't know why Netflix did this. So... I've been binging this show called uh, 60 Days In. Have you okay. seen it? Heard no. about it? Nope. So they take regular, average-ass people, they put them in jail for 60 days <laughs> to get information on, like, like possible, like, how drugs are being smuggled in or if correctional officers, you know, are being dipshits. So it's, like, to get an unbiased view um, from the inside. So obviously the correctional officers aren't going to get good information. And fuck me, it's good reality TV. It's, like, it's... Good. It's bad reality TV. That's good, if that makes sense. It's like bad good TV. Yeah, it's and inter- so interesting. Netflix put on the newest season. I binged that shit. I just watched all of it, 
And I'm like, cool. I was like, oh, I was like, I shouldn't have started with the last season. Let me go back. And there was nothing fucking there. I'm like, they only had the newest season. Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen that happen on a couple um, different series. Someone else told me that, that they that Netflix would put, like, one season and said, why the fuck would you do that? Well, yeah, I think, like, I think they have, like, you know, diners, dive-ins, and drives or whatever. And they'll have, um, they'll just have, like, the latest two seasons or something. That's like fucking that. weird. Yeah. But luckily, for me, it was on Hulu. Oh, nice. So, I just started season one. But, you know, I like Hulu. Got good shows. But fuck me, why am I paying for a service and still got to watch commercials? Oh, yeah. I, I broke down and actually uh, pay for the no commercials on Hulu. Fuck that. I know it sucks, but I, I was uh, I was watching. I watch a lot of anime on Hulu because they have a pretty good selection on there. And, you know, if, if you if you've ever watched anime, you know that. Like for every, especially like serialized stuff like like Naruto or uh, Bleach or Dragon Ball Z, whatever, you know that every single episode that comes out, like the first three minutes, is the fucking intro song, right? Yeah. You know, with, with the with the J-pop. heavy guitar risk. Yeah. Yeah, and then then the next like I don't know five minutes are the last five minutes of last week's. Yes. Then you get approximately twelve minutes of new content. And then it's the outro super long credit song. And then it's like next on next week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you're only getting like 12 minutes of new content every episode. And I really wish one of the, you know, streaming services would figure out anime where like. <laughs> when to put the commercial? Well, not even that. Just like so they could chop it up so I could literally just watch the story unfold rather than you know see the intro every single time and the outro. You know what's funny enough is sixty days in and does the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what happened last. Here's like, what's gonna happen new and like yeah. you get the good stuff and it's only like a little chunk. But man, that good stuff is fucking good. Yeah, and and Netflix will do it on some stuff where you can skip intro if you hit the button fast yeah. enough. You know, um, and that's cool. But they don't do it on everything. No, because I'm with- sure someone there's an intern there like. Okay, here, you're watching this whole thing, and now. And that's what it starts. What sucks with Hulu is, like, you. Uh, so if you're doing it on your, I don't know, I'm sure it's all iPads, but if you're watching on an iPad, yeah, I tried, like, just skipping ahead. If you try skipping ahead just a little bit, it'll bring you back to the beginning of the fucking episode. Oh, cool. I'm like, dude, I was just a third in. Like, what yeah. the fuck? I know. I hate. <sighs> I, yeah, all the streaming apps, I, I, I got to hand it to Netflix, even though, in the last, like, I don't know, year or so. Keep um, raising the prices. <laughs> well, yeah, they keep raising the prices. Now Comcast raising the price, too. Um, but I, I will say that as far as, like, an interface, uh, they seem to have, like, have it locked down. Yeah. The HBO skip, Max is pretty good. Skip Forward works good. HBO Max works pretty good. Um, Hulu's the worst. <laughs> one thing I'll say about HBO Max, I don't know if you get this, but I, I'll get the three little dots every once in a while, like, under the widescreen bar, you know? No, I do not get that. Yeah, every once in a while that happens. It, you know, I'll be watching a movie and then you'll see doot 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 like a lo- little loading thing, and then it w- then it'll go away. Maybe do TV. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah, sixty days in. Sixty days in. Watch huh? it. Sound, sounds interesting. Just a lot of poor people just getting raped. It's uh, yeah. I, I don't know where the drugs are coming from, but my asshole can't take much more of this. You know, at least in so far, no one has. And that's what they say. They cut that part out. Maybe there's like ten more characters on that show, and you know, they always put the <laughs> one douchebag. You're like, oh, that that guy's not gonna fucking. That make guy's it. gonna be someone's bitch. Yeah, yeah, that guy's gonna get hold fucking... my pocket. Well, yeah, that guy's <laughs> someone's gonna like gonna beat the shit out of that person for sure. Very cool. Well, uh, my nerdy confession this week is, um, you know, uh, 
I like we said we're going to watch you know we're going to talk about uh Wonder Woman 1984 um in preparation of this episode I was going to rewatch Wonder Woman 1984 and then I got like a quarter way into it and I couldn't do it anymore so today I watched the original Wonder Woman again and I'll talk a little bit more about the comparison between the two uh once we actually start discussing 84 but I will say God, I forgot how good that that uh, movie was. I I saw it like twice when it was out, yeah. and I need to rewatch it. And you know, one thing I'll say too is Chris Pine is he just has such raw charisma. Oh yeah, he I mean, he steals the scene whenever he's on screen, and um, he is just he's excellent. And I really want a new Star Trek movie to come out with him. I think I think we are all owed. Wasn't new- there talks like Quentin Tarantino directing one? Yeah, but. Quentin Tarantino throws a lot of weird stuff out there. It know? could happen. I mean, I'd be curious. I, I would watch the shit out of it. It's just one of those things that, you know, sometimes you hear an idea like that, and it, when you hear it, you're like, oh, that would be pretty awesome. But I just can't see the big movie co- companies going for it. You Definitely know? have some 70s music in there, you know, touch in on, on the lot, original show maybe a little bit. Everyone just barefoot. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, God. Just sucking on a whore's toes or something. <laughs> what was the last one he did? A Once Upon the Hollywood one. Was yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. When he just put that teen girl's feet like right up on at, the window. Yeah, it's like on the like. All right, dude. Like we get it. You're in the feet, but why are you bringing me into this? Like, <laughs> do that in the audition. You know, whatever you saw it, but like, I'm very suggestible, Quentin Tarantino. Now I'm into feet. Great. <laughs> it's like I don't like. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Oh, I know why he's doing it. Yeah, I know. You know, he spent a lot a lot of time in the old editing bay. Yeah, probably. By himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested. I like I, I really enjoy every movie that Quentin Tarantino does. Um, but he's one of those directors that he really leaves his mark on a movie. You know what I mean? So it'd be interesting to see like I don't I can't see him doing just a straight up Star Trek movie. He might. But I don't know. I'd be down. I mean, I'm I'm down to watch it. I Him just, and Robert Rodriguez can team up again. Robert Rodriguez, I think, would you know, while he does have his own style, I think he could definitely do a good job. I mean, he did a good job on Mandalorian. Yeah, I liked Predator. It didn't do too yep, well, but I, I liked, liked Predator. Mm-hmm. Yep, I thought it was good. He he definitely knows action. That's yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, <laughs> you sound so happy about it. <laughs> Really don't want to talk about Wonder Woman. So instead, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with our in-depth, spoiler-filled... Actually, before we go to break, Christian, spoiler-less review. You know, a few words about it. Spoiler-less review? Yeah. Um, Should people watch it? Yes, because I like talking about the weirdness in it. So yes, (laughs) watch it, but... So... uh, it wasn't good. I'll just say it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll get into it. I, 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 it's hard for me to talk about it without, without spoiler. spoiler free. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say I'd say my spoiler free review. If you want to uh, if you haven't seen it yet and you're going to stop this episode, which I guess I understand. But, you know, I'd prefer you didn't. <laughs> um, I, I'd say definitely there's good parts in it. There's some funny there's some fun little moments where you're like if you're a Wonder Woman fan or a comic book fan it, it definitely uh you, you know has a couple cool parts in there and um there's some fun action 
but overall the movie was just i don't know i thought it was a train wreck so i don't know if you're wonder woman fan watch it i mean if you're just bored i guess you could watch it but don't expect much is my is my short and sweet version we didn't leave a lot of space for people that did like it yeah <laughs> just be like oh yeah, I know. I, uh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I was going through my phone earlier, but I, I plan on possibly reading some comments. Yeah, what, what yeah we, thought. we got quite a few comments on our post on Instagram. Um, so if you want to be part of those uh, things where it's just me arguing with our fans, uh, you know, follow us on Instagram at Nerds with Friends. But let's take a quick break. Then we'll come back and we're going to throw some spoilers in your face and really get down to the nitty gritty on Wonder Woman 1984. So we will be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now and we're back okay wonder woman 1984 directed by patty jenkins who I have a bone to pick with now. <laughs> um, and uh, starring Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I don't know. Got it. I think uh, I think the the proper way to do it is pronounce the T, even though I want to say Gadot. It's Gadot, I think. Got it. Got it. She got it. <laughs> Gal got it. That Gal got it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's it just came out again on HBO Max in certain theaters as well. Uh, it was supposed to originally be out. When was it? Was I don't it know. earlier this year? I think it was earlier this year. Yeah, uh, maybe summertime. Um, and luckily now Warner Brothers has signed a deal where all of their uh, movies coming out in 2021 will also be streaming on HBO Max for like a month. Nice. So uh, I think that's what the deal is with this one. So it's available till I think January 25th, and then they're going to take it off for a while and then bring it back again or something. I don't know. I don't know. Some weird some weird corporate thing so they can get the most money possible out of it. All right, so we're going to get into what hit the spoiler button. Spoiler button. All right. You going to start or am I going <laughs> to Why don't you start, Christian? Uh All right, so, so we already said spoilers. So, so the movie is divisive. Let's just say that. Sure. Cuz we have talked to several people um online and in person who liked it very much. Mhm. And then <laughs> I haven't I I'll be honest, online and Instagram I haven't Asked people, and I was getting close. I just ran to be like, "Hey, man, like, tell me what you liked about it, because I'm curious." But then I, you know, with online stuff, there's no tones, and like, I don't want people yeah, to think it like is, I'm, it is hard to tell. Like, like I'm not asking to be a dick. I'm just like curious, like what you really thought about it. Yeah, like when I called it a hot pile of trash on Instagram, I think a lot of people got upset with. Oh me. yeah, like, <laughs> and it's. I mean, I'm not joking. I don't. Know, I did not like the movie at all, but. At the same time, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to say if you like the movie, you're a hot pile of trash. No, that's not. That's not what I was going for. It's. It's just one of those like you know, oof. 
That was a rough one. Like I you know? and millions of people love Temple of Doom, and Cody, yeah. Cody hates it. I hate it. So, and, but and, we're cool. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. We can have differing opinions, and it's fine. And even if that movie is, you know, objectively terrible, <laughs> you know, some people love it for some reason. It's a weird nostalgia thing. And look, look, like this for me is like, you know, Cody will say I like bad movies, mm -hmm. and even I thought this. I was the first one to say like I told. Cody, I'm like, yo, this movie's really fucking bad. Like, this yeah. is bad. I so I watched it with my family, as I imagine most people did, you know, over Christmas. And uh, you know, my my dad and my sister were there watching it. And um, this is one of the few superhero movies my dad has actually seen. Mm -hmm. And you know, he grew up with Wonder Woman and Superman. What did he say? Like he he uh I mean he kind of left to go talk to his girlfriend three quarters of <laughs> the way through. And so so he, I guess he wasn't impressed. Okay. Um, but he was like, I thought it was okay. And my sister was like, ah, I thought it was okay. And I'm just like, well, um, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> and it's, it's really weird being, it, being the guy who like put it on and whose idea it was to watch it. Cause I was super excited to watch it and then have it just turn into a so shit this is, fest. This was my thing. And I, and I wasn't going to bring it up online, but I'm definitely going to bring it up here. Yeah. Um, so she wished, you know, the, the whole wishing part was, I thought was wacky, but right. So, well, so the plot, in a nutshell, I guess we should say, is Wonder Woman's in the 80s. She works at uh, the Smithsonian. Yes. And she comes across um, th uh, this stone that is a wishing stone. Yeah. Which, right? for, for whatever reason, no one else figured that out. Mm -hmm. But so Yeah. And, mm. and so, uh, basically, the bad guy of the movie, Pedro Pascal, gets his hands on it. And it's kind of like a monkey's paw where every time you ask for a wish from it it grants that wish but also something bad happens yeah it'll take something it away it takes something away from you and that's kind of the conflict of the movie so, so yeah so wonder woman mm -hmm. wishes for chris pine okay sure you know whatever she didn't know that was going to happen she, she wishes did, that steve trevor's back alive yeah she didn't like she was just kind of like ha ah, joking like which is fine like that's not well, my she, issue well here's the thing too is she doesn't say it but she, in her mind in her mind Everyone else in the fucking movie has to yeah. say, I wish. Well, she's Wonder Woman, so you could just say that. Okay. So, But that's not even my issue. My issue was that in order for him to come back, he had to take over someone else's body. Which yeah. at first, she sees that person, but it's, you know, the memories that brings out. And then she can only see Chris Pine, which is really weird. Uh, yeah. To me, that was a little weird. It was now, a weird way of handling that. Right. My big issue was... She did not give a one fuck that this dude's life was interrupted. Yeah. Like, his family didn't know where he was. His work didn't know where he was. <laughs> she has sex with the body without consent. <laughs> yeah. Now, did, did when she when they had sex with each other, did she have Chris Pine's dick? No. Did, yeah. It was the whole, the oh, whole time it was the other dude. They put this dude's life in danger the whole time, yeah. like, when they're adventuring and doing things. Yeah. If Chris Pine would have died, he would have died. Maybe. Yeah. And at no point did she ever consider, I'm being a little selfish by ruining this guy's life. Right. Which to me isn't hero stuff. You know, right. like, if they if they had not used the other body and Chris Pine just came to, him to life, that would have been avoided. All of that would have been avoided. Well, there was, there was literally no reason for it to happen the way it happened. Absolutely. Right? Like... No one else had to give up bodies for their wishes. Or well, like well, yeah. So, so a big part part of my problem with the movie is that the movie doesn't follow its own rules, right? Right. So, you know, 
throughout the entire movie, you have to say, I wish for this while mm-hmm. touching the rock or later on touching Max Lord and say, I wish for this. And then, you know, the wish happens. And Wonder Woman doesn't do that. She just kind of like, like longingly looks into it and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then, then Steve Trevor comes back. Yeah. Which I get it. I guess, you know, it doesn't spoil that he's coming back, right? Um, but everyone else has to say it out loud. And at one point, Pedro Pascal is like pressuring people to say, wouldn't you wish for that? Yeah. Say I'd wish for it. Yeah. So like the rule of the rock is that you have to say it. But she's Wonder Woman. Unless you're Wonder Woman. And then throughout the movie also, everyone gets one wish, right? Yeah. Unless until Cheetah decides that she wants a second wish and he's like, um, you know what? I'm feeling generous. So here's a second wish. So every single time, <laughs> it like they they keep breaking their own rules. So as a, as an audience member, it it leaves you like, well, okay, well, how does this work now? Well, you know? it could have been maybe off screen. He had someone else. To, wouldn't you wish for her to look like the thing from Cats? Or, yeah. you, so I mean, no, no. She was like, I want to be an apex predator, and he literally says, I'm feeling generous. So you know, I'll grant you a second wish. But no one else can grant. You know, gets a second wish throughout the whole thing. So that that was a huge problem with it. But that. That's one thing that I I really didn't care for was that, you know, the whole body swap thing with Chris Pine made no sense. Yes. Like structurally, like. But again, and my biggest thing is that it made her look like a bad person. Like, right. A self-centered person. A self-centered, and like that, you know, which we, and from the first movie, she was the complete opposite of right. that. Like she, she like gave up her home to go help humanity. Like she was like, you know, the world needs me. Yeah. But I guess sometimes. She really needed the D. I don't know. So, yeah, well, she was lonely. I mean, I, I I understand part of her motivation because, you know, this takes place in 1984, and the last time she she was with someone presumably was uh, back in like 1918, right? Yeah, so about 70 years. Right. So she's been, uh, and there was a cool little callback to the first movie in uh, a picture frame in her apartment. She's with the lady who was Steve's secretary. Remember that from the yes. first movie? Which they're like getting her dressed and stuff. So, and you see her as an old lady. So you realize that all of her friends and everyone she's known is dead. Yeah. Except for the Amazons, but she can't go back to uh, uh, Themyscira um, to see her family. So she's she's very much alone. So I get that. Like that's a decent motivation to want Steve back. But th- there was no payoff for having him do, do the body swap. He still disappears off screen. Yeah. You know, he comes back off screen, essentially. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, I. what's the point? I just don't understand. The other issue I had, I'm like, the whole the intro was actually kind of cool with the, the little kid. Um, that was cool. It was, it was a 20 minutes of an intro sure. for a Care Bear lesson that didn't even matter at the end. That was a huge problem I had. <laughs> and, and it's one of those things that, looking back at the first movie... It just it made no sense because in the first movie it starts again as she's a little kid growing up on Themyscira, learning to be an Amazon warrior, right? So, uh, for one thing, the lesson she learns in that beginning section cheating is bad. Is cheating is bad? But what they lying said, so, is bad. Yeah, the truth is you've got to live your truth. Yeah, or whatever, right? Some you know, Wonder Woman, you know, she's all about truth and love and justice or whatever, right? That's that's fine. But that lesson that she learns never comes back. It never the movie. paid off. So if she had somehow cheated to beat Cheetah, right? 
I know that's a hard sentence to unpack. <laughs> if she had, if she had somehow taken the easy way of getting rid of one of her problems, and then that caused that blew up in her face somehow, then you know, then that would make more sense because there's like, oh, okay, well now she she's got to remember the lesson that she learned as a small child, and you know that that learning comes back to her and she's like, Oh, I, I can't take the easy way. I've got to do the hard way, but that never happens. And, and so you know, I did remember someone, I think it was in the comments said that like that lesson was to, um, cheetah because cheetah was cheating. And then like, that was the payoff. I was like, yeah, but like, they but never cheetah wasn't to, there in the prequel and they in never the, talked the about it. It's not like there was an exchange or something. Like, right. Right. And you know, it's, and you're right. Now that you point that out, it is a good lesson for cheetah. You know, she gains these powers, instantly without having to work for them without you know she, she gave up skill. her humanity she gives up her, her humanity sure i i can it makes a little bit more sense that way right but it it that lesson never came back to wonder woman also what's crazy is that so she's a little girl you know how old did you say she is i don't, I don't know. know i don't know children's Ten? age eight eight something like that nine something like that small little kid beating the brakes off these grown women yeah yeah just you which know, was awesome which is awesome also didn't happen in the first movie because she was like 13, 14, 15 when her mom found out that she was training at all in the first movie. I didn't even, I didn't even was, watch the first one. But. She was forbidden to train. And so her aunt, uh, uh, what's her name? Antiope or something like that. Uh, uh, Robin Wright's character um, from Forrest Gump. And <laughs> and um, she uh, she starts training her in secret. And her mom, the queen, doesn't find out about it. Until she's like a, a, you know, well into her teens. Like I'd say, you know, again, I don't know children's ages anymore. <laughs> like I just, I'm like, that's, what is that kid for? He's like, I'm 19. I'm like, okay. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, she was like probably 15 or 16 when the queen actually finds out about it. So the fact that she's competing at a level where she's beating all these other Amazons. It was just a relay race. In front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I guess. A she relay race really... with, like, fucking bone arrows and yeah. shooting shit. Yeah, okay, cool. How'd you, how'd you feel about the golden suit? My thing... <sighs> all right. It, did, makes, it makes for a great poster. Did it not look a lot like the costume of one of the villains from the Power Rangers? The gold dude. Oh, uh, Goldar? Is that what... Is that I think was, that's his name. It's like a dog face or a wolf? Yeah, dog face. And he, yeah, it did look kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no one's else pointing that out. Yeah, Asteria's armor or whatever. And it's so stupid. Okay, my, my thing with that is the legend was that uh, the hero who had it... Asteria. Yeah, used it to block... Was it all of mankind? Mm-hmm. It shielded her from all of mankind so that everyone yeah. can escape. So, like, I think it was, like, as, you know, because the Amazons used to live amongst men. And then, um, basically, man, Ares corrupted them or whatever. And so they decided to flee to their island um, to stay safe. And that's where Zeus, like, protected them and whatnot. And so as they were fleeing away to Themyscira... Asteria stays behind and holds them off by herself. And that armor stayed armor. pristine. Yeah. Because when we put it on, it was fine. Super powerful. And then and you see it. Uh, you do see a statue of Asteria in the in the beginning yeah. scene too. Yeah. And then some kitty scratches just busted it. It could not hold. And she had just gotten that power. <laughs> Like yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't. Yeah, trained. the armor just fell apart like an Iron Man three suit. Yeah, you know? it was just just <laughs> falling apart. Yeah, um, it, it didn't really. 
I mean, it and it looked cool. It was a cool looking suit. Yeah, it looked cool. You know, in a, a cooler up. Power Rangers suit thing. Sure. But. And like shrugging off the wings was cool and stuff, but like you didn't really see the benefit of that suit. No. She took Which out, is like, why bring it up at all? Yeah, she took out like three guards with it as she swooped in, and that was kind of cool. Um, and then, uh, and then you realize it's like, oh, okay, well, now the wings are broken, and they didn't really protect her that much from no. this. You know, argue. You know, super powered, but just one person. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, let's talk about the lasso of truth. You mean whatever it needed to the be? Lasso of plot <laughs> device. Um, the biggest one. Well, okay, well, we'll start with you first. What was the biggest thing that they did? You're like, what the fuck? Hmm. The biggest one. The biggest one. I'm either gonna have to go with. It's a toss up between two. It's either between lassoing a jet, you know, a, a commercial. That was mine. Jet airliner. It's like it sky. just went miles. Yeah, and and if you look at that scene, she's going from. Somewhere in Washington, D.C., back to her apartment. <laughs> and she lassoed a jet. And lightning. And lightning is the second one. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, okay, I can, I guess I can see, we've seen the lasso extend, right? It doesn't kind of play by normal physics rules. Okay, I can, I guess she can lasso an airplane. But like, lassoing lightning, <laughs> like, there's nothing physical to grab onto. And then it just, I don't know, it just didn't make sense. Then it split into two. That was my biggest, like, I, that, that was the first one I was like, huh? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, like, it's one of these things, too, like, and in the beginning scene when she's, like, running by secretly or whatever, you know, uh, saving all these people throughout 1980s land. And, um, like, she, you'll and see. And no 80s music. <laughs> that's, the, that's another thing. You, you know, she lasts. This lady falls off this bridge. She's falling down, and she lassos out straight. And then you see the lasso grab this lady from above and gently place her on the ground. And it's like it's things like lassoing at right angles. And it was like a what? Oh, the villain, the DC villain that could laser and move around. Uh, I don't. Forgot his name. Dark Side. Dark Side. Dark Side could do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Believe so. Someone will call me out on it. Yeah. Also, let's talk about no 80s music. I, I counted, you know, now I wasn't paying attention as much during the first uh, watch through. But as I was watching the second time, I only heard one 80s song. It was a Frankie Goes to Hollywood song that and it's not the Frankie Goes to Hollywood song. Right. <laughs> Everyone remembers Relax. Right. Relax. Go to it when you want to go to it. You know, the Zoolander yeah. song. Right. Um, it was some other one. And I'm like, oh, it sounds kind of like Frankie Goes to Hollywood. But like. That was the only one I remember. Which in the in the previews they were doing the cool like New World Order mix, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be dope. Like if they do that, like right, and they didn't. You know, when you do a movie in the '80s, like a big part of it is you know you're expecting the nostalgia stuff, which I, I will say they did a good job, right? Mm -hmm. They you know the the dress of people, the hair, the cars, you know the mall scenes, you know when the girls are working out and they're jazzercised, yeah. whatever the fuck those are. <laughs> Uh, leg warmers leg warmers that sort of stuff you know so they had that for sure but then they then there was the music and you know you expect to hear like you know the scorpions uh van halen you know all these different you know like 80s hair metal bands or whatever and like there was one song that i heard um and the rest was all uh what's his name um is it Hans Zimmer who does her? I don't know. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, you know, which is fine. The music sounds fine, but it's like it takes away from that 80s feel. 
Um, and then, then let's talk a little bit about that too. Why was it in the eighties? <laughs> what was the purpose of it being in the eighties? Nostalgia, I guess. Just trying to feed off that Stranger Things nostalgia. Yeah, man. Market. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. Also, you know, um, a big part of this too is that we're kind of introduced to the secret identity of Diana Prince, right? Um, where she's now living amongst humans for a while now, and she doesn't necessarily want everyone to know that she's Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So in the first scene uh, of her in the 1980s, we see her at a mall interrupting a jewel heist. Yep. Right? Um, where everyone in the mall saw her. Where everyone in the mall saw her. First of all, so so the jewel thieves steal the jewels, and then as they're kind of running away, one guy drops a gun, and some lady's like, oh, my God, again. And then now everyone's running away in the whole mall. Um, and then that guy, he's like, I don't want to go back to jail. So he grabs a little girl. Yeah, he's about to kill her. First of all, they all run up when they're escaping. <laughs> they go up the stairs. I'm sure there's going to be like an 80s helicopter on top. Sure. Okay. It's the 80s. They that have a helipad. Sense. Okay, yeah, there's always a helipad on the mall. That makes sense. <laughs> so he grabs this little girl and hangs her over the balcony. And he's dropped his bag full of gold bars. Yeah. And he's just holding this girl over the balcony. I honestly didn't know his thought process. What was, yeah. Everyone's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this is a terrible. You went from like theft to murder. Yeah. But not only that, (laughs) just adding charges. Not only that, what are you going to do? If you drop the little girl, then they're definitely going to shoot you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not. If, if he was grabbing her and holding her hostage. Yeah, so or like as a shield, a, yeah. So they can get away, that makes sense. Yeah. But what, why is he going to drop her off the balcony? Cocaine. <laughs> no, he was on right. a shit ton of I cocaine. I forgot, 1984. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. He was on a shit ton of cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, there's no cocaine in this movie. Yeah, that was the real fake part. Like, like you know, t- if you're going to have a guy like Max Lord be the bad guy, he's got to be doing cocaine oh, like, all absolutely. the time. That's where he got all his batshit ideas. Yeah, just... exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so... He does. Uh, Wonder Woman swoops in with her magic lasso, swinging from the ceiling, and grabs the girl and saves her. And then starts, you know, and, and then uses her batarang, and then like, uses her her tiara to hit the cameras. Like, oh, I don't want people seeing me. Like, first of all, you had to enter the mall. There's cameras at every yeah. entrance. You ran in with your fucking Wonder Woman outfit yep. with a glowing lasso that you then lassoed up to the thing, swung in harrowing you know rescue and then then you take out the cameras well even it's the not news, how cameras work they recorded you the now. news reporter said like oh people are reporting this happening and i'm sure everyone's like they were all on cocaine yeah so they don't know what they <laughs> they're saw. all on cocaine yeah uh so it, it just that didn't make any sense and then she's always like shh tell the little girls and like winking at them and they're like oh yeah okay you know and i'm just like dude what that's, the- that's what you do to kids yeah isn't that what you do to kids i don't know and, and i mean it's it's it was just so heavy handed with all the, you know, oh, she's a role model to little girls. You know what I mean? And I get that. Wonder Woman naturally is a role model. To you don't need girls. to add the extra stuff. I know? don't need them like winking at the camera and like, you know, pointing at me like, get it? Your little girl can look up to me. You know, I don't need that thrown in the face. So let's talk about what you did like the invisible jet. Ooh, the invisible jet, though. <laughs> Ever since they announced a Wonder Woman movie, I've been asking for nay demanding the invisible jet jet, and we finally got it it's kind of a bullshit answer of why (laughs) my thing is like okay turn it invisible but they were like okay we need to go to the middle east and i don't even remember why they needed to go 
Oh, because Lord, I think, was going to be there. And she was like, oh, let's go to the Smithsonian where I work. They have jets, for yeah. whatever reason, that are fueled up, ready to go. <laughs> okay, so, like, I've been to the Smithsonian, and they do have airplanes and stuff there, especially there in space. They had, portion. like, a new jet. But this is, this is like, a new jet in a hangar filled with jet fuel. Yeah. <laughs> with with the keys and in it. And I am not a pilot. Yeah. I don't know how much fuel it takes to go from D.C. to the Middle East and back. Yeah. I don't know that. I'm assuming it's a lot. I'm assuming there isn't jet fuel gasoline stations that you can go to to just fill up. Yeah, and show your uh, your museum ID badge. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Smithsonian's always flying those things around. <laughs> it didn't bug you, like, how she made it. I, I don't know also, if this is her power, if she yeah. can just turn things invisible. Apparently that is now, yeah. Okay, but, like, is that in the comics? I don't know. Because <laughs> she just kind of, <laughs> like, zen tell? manifested... A ball. The, I mean, the reasoning they gave for it wasn't terrible because sh- – so she's the daughter of Zeus, right? And Zeus made Themyscira invisible yeah. to uh, you know to protect the Amazons. So it kind of makes sense. Like, I was okay with that. Okay. It, it was stupid. Like, don't get me wrong. It was kind of dumb. Like, oh, I think I can do this. And then, you know, whatever. <laughs> it, it would be – it would be, you know, when you're watching a movie, especially like a superhero movie – you're always looking for like you know some sort of foreshadowing and then the payoff for that foreshadowing, mm-hmm. right? So we'll take the first Wonder Woman movie as a good example, right? Um, you know the the prequel pr- prologue scene for that is Diana is eager to learn how to fight, and her mother's like, you know, no, I I don't want you to fight, I don't want you to get hurt or whatever because you're my daughter, and so. She's always eager and she's constantly pushing. She wants to learn how to be a warrior and, and she wants to get better. And then she leaves the island to go fight in this war that she had just heard about with some guys she had just met. And so that's the foreshadowing that once she actually sees war and sees how terrible it is, um, then she realizes maybe I shouldn't have been so eager yeah. to go fight war. And it's much. It's not just you know playing around with swords. People are dying and it's ruining lives. That's like the, the setup. And the payoff. Mm-hmm. So in this one, you know, they're sitting in a jet together that Steve, who have like he only has flown World War One era yeah. planes. He knew how to fly. Knows this. how to hit all the buttons in a freaking nineteen eighties jet. And once again, looked like the jets in Top Gun, like an F sixteen or whatever. And again, I am not a pilot. Yeah, but I am assuming flying into fireworks. Yeah. is a bad idea. I mean, something can get in the engine. Probably a fucking duck. Getting into the engine will do as much damage as a missile. Yeah. I'm assuming fireworks. It's probably not good. It's probably not good. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It was a cool visual. It did look fucking yeah. cool. I will admit that. But but also, like, the amount of technology in jets, even back then, was so much crazier than what they were. Because in World War One, like, they showed it in, in uh, the first Wonder Woman. Like to drop a bomb on on a German thing, he tilts the plane sideways and drops a grenade out of the <laughs> out of the top of the plane. <laughs> he was out of missiles. Like no, that's just how they worked back then. And so now, like to see that happen, you know, to see him just like, oh, uh, let's see, uh, thrusters. Yeah, that's probably it. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> like, shouldn't he be shitting his pants looking at all this computerized technology in there? A trash can. I get it. This- amazed him. <laughs> The old stick. Yeah. Yeah. I know how this works. Up and up and you know, backing up and subways amazed him. Yeah. A trash. They can. had trains back then. 
I don't understand why that was so crazy. Oh, it's a boxier, faster train. I get that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still stupid. <laughs> yeah, so the invisible jet, I, I didn't really have a problem with. Um, you know, I thought that was okay. What about her learning to fly? Well, I'm glad that she learned to fly because that's something that generally Wonder Woman does now. Um, I don't know when that happened in the comic books because I don't think it was always there. Um, but it was also weird when she learns to fly, but still uses the lasso to grab clouds and pull herself yeah. forward. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, what happened to her sword and shield? Okay, so I read an article recently, uh, and by recently I mean today, uh, where Gal Gadot says um, uh, that she doesn't use the shield and sword because she's trying to be, you know, uh, because these people are under the influence of someone else and they're not actually doing anything bad themselves, so she doesn't want to kill people. And I was like, okay, seems kind of weird, but then you bring it out in Batman v Superman and uh, Justice League. Also, the sword gets destroyed in the first movie, but then she has another sword in Batman v Superman. Oh, she got another one. Kind of, I, she yeah. works at the Smithsonian. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you can get a sword. You know? Oh, and the one whole thing... point of the first movie was that the sword wasn't the god killer. She was the god killer. Yes. So. But she had a problem with the cheetah. Also, in uh, Batman v uh, Superman, when she does the whole, like, cling, like, bashes yeah. and Wonder Woman and, like, pushes back uh, Doomsday, yeah. you know, does some damage, it did nothing. To Cheetah. Right. When she did it, she did a little spiral and just went right through it. Right. Like, I thought that was fucking weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, she did that and it knocks Ares, the god of war, back. Yeah. And at that point, all right, well, you, you saw it more recently than I, or I guess you started again. Was that after she relinquished her wish or pre? Because if it's pre, then it's like, all right, she wasn't strong enough. But if it was after, yeah, it I makes think no it, sense. I, I think it was because that was in the White House fight, right? Yes. Yeah, so Steve Steve Trevor was at the White okay. House. Okay, all right. So all right. the only time that they fight where she has relinquished her wish is when, when Cheetah's in full you know, Cheetah mode. Yeah. And um, and that was stupid. And, and then she goes and like electrocutes Cheetah underwater, but then it doesn't kill Cheetah doesn't affect wonder woman at all which you know i thought about it i'm like okay she's the god you know uh daughter of zeus i guess yeah okay i can kind of see that but but then like it doesn't do anything the cheetah knocks her out i guess but like you don't see her like oh you know catnip yeah it was just the water cats hate water (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah so she's losing her powers but slowly where everyone else the bad uh monkey paw effect happens like immediately almost she's wonder woman there's a lot of there's a lot of those kind of I know you're joking, but there's a lot of those kind of explanations in this movie, which is so which is why it's so frustrating. It's like, okay, why why did when the monkey paw or, or the dreamstone can literally make nuclear weapons appear instantly. and launch instantly, why do they have to bring a dead guy back to life by putting him into another body several days later? Yeah. Right, it was bad. It it was just the end. Also, was really really bad. Oh, let's talk about the end. Like, first off, she couldn't get the lasso through. Like, she kept trying to throw it, and it got it kept getting pushed back. But somehow, it crawled its way there off screen. You ever do that thing like in in elementary school where you you do the jump ropes and you like swish them back and forth? It was like that. That It just snuck underneath. Woo! Like snaked its way over to him. I just it was. I'm surprised no one questioned that ending. 
It was way. Well, I think plenty of people questioned. Well, I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> in make the, in, in the, the movie, movie process. Like, yeah, it was just it was really preachy, and like to 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 get me to believe that the whole world is going to give up all their wishes because of a voice that no one can see. Like, not one person held their wish. Like, that seems ridiculous. Not even the coffee guy? Yeah. Like, not one. Oh, here's, let me say this about the coffee guy. When I, once I was done with the movie and I was kind of thinking about it. When he whispered to drop dead? Is that that coffee guy? No, no. The the first guy, when they first see the stone and they're like, yeah, it's supposed to be like a wish stone or something. And some guy, some guy comes over. He's like, I wish I had a coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. He walks away and someone's like, yeah, so Elvie didn't want her coffee or whatever. Uh, Does anybody want it? He's like, ha. Look at, look at the fucking yeah. car. And I was like, first of all, that's a good, that's a fun little foreshadowing moment. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. But what would have been really funny is if he took a sip, he's like, ugh, vanilla. <laughs> or, oh, or something like that. Also where it went bad right where away. Where it went bad right okay. away. You know, I guess, you know, maybe no one thought of that or, but what happened to that guy? Was like, we don't know. You know, he gets a phone call. He's like, oh, your mom's dad. It was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> For <laughs> coffee? <laughs> that's not, that's not even. <laughs> it's not fair. She always loved coffee. Um, yeah, so uh, in the end, Max Lord, he has become the Wishing Stone. First of all, how did he know about the Wishing Stone? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She's Wonder Woman. Yeah, cocaine. <laughs> he did a lot of research. there's a rock yeah. that if you touch it, you can it grants you wishes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he basically has become the Wishing Stone, and he seems to, to have like a need of people wishing off of him. Right, it hurts him every time he does it. it. Weakens his body. Yeah, but he he he's also like addicted to it. Yes, because he's like always. Cocaine. Yeah, it's a it's a symbol for <laughs> cocaine. Um, and so he he decides, hey, how can I, how can I get more wishes? And he find the president's like, oh, we have this technology that shoots particles down into technology and will make us make a broadcast heard no matter what the technology is. Which, first of all, that's a fucking crazy. Yeah. That's a crazy statement. They're saying that like these computers that are not hooked up to the internet. Yep. Because the internet doesn't exist yet. Eh, it's infancy. They send magical particles down from yep. satellites in space mm-hmm. into this device, and it reworks this device into having an antenna that can receive a signal. Yeah, magic. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, but then they're like, okay, so once you gain access to this. Anyone in the world can hear. He's like, so I can touch them. He's like, well, you, not not. Oh, that's liter- the other thing. He had to touch. them. He had to touch them. Yeah. And so he, he was like, yeah. So this this device, you know, shoots down into any other technology, and it makes you, you know, uh, it gets you in touch with anyone in the world. He's like, oh, so I touch anyone in the world, and even the president was like, no, it's a figure of speech. Yeah. And he's like, oh, but it's gonna work anyway. It's gonna work anyway. <laughs> and so he broadcasts himself, and he just. People around the world hear some crazy man on the television saying like, hey, just just say your wishes out loud and they'll come true. And they're like, oh, well, I wish, you know, I wish Russia had more nukes. I wish, you know, I wish I had a billion dollars. I wish she dropped dead. And so all these wishes start happening. Yep. So you're not telling you're telling me that not one person in the entire world wished for world peace. Yep. No. It's the 80s. Everyone was selfish. They wanted money. The 80s were a simpler time. <laughs> you see, and and how many guys would you see walking around with like 18 inch dicks? Oh, of course. Yeah, a million. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but then he then he turns him gay. 
Yeah. And, and so my That was how it happened in Bedazzled. Remember that movie? Yeah. With the, the switch. That yeah. was actually a good movie. That was a really that was fun. Well anyway. So my thing <laughs> Better is Better like, movie than this. Why Max like okay, so he can only get someone to wish once. Once he did that where he had everyone the whole world wish, yeah. he's done. His power yeah. essentially like what can he do? The whole world already wished for their wishes. Right. He like what was he I don't know. Well yeah, what was his what was his What was his end game? Yeah. Like what what the fuck? He wanted to be healthy. All he could ask, "Hey, wouldn't he did, you wish for I me think, to be healthy?" I think he did. I think he did in one of his, you know, manic tirades. He he uh like one of the things he pulled from someone's wish was that that he pulled their health. So it was like healing him as he was doing this. But it doesn't mean he's not going to continue to die afterwards. Yeah. And yeah. So stupid. And then the the end of the movie base the way she beats it is she puts the lasso of truth around him, and the lasso of truth not only makes you tell the truth, but lets you see the truth, which we found in that stupid scene where she's like, where Steve Trevor's like, what's what's this big wrapped up thing? He's like, oh, it's armor from my culture. Uh, you know, here, grab onto this. He's like, what? I, you know, I'm telling the truth. He's like, no, it shows you the truth. It was like, oh, it's it's uh, from an Amazon lady in the past. He's like, well, that's what you just told me. And, <laughs> But that was to set up the end where he sees that his kid is like in trouble yep. running through the streets of Washington, D.C. or whatever. Which throughout the whole time of the movie, he did not give one fuck about his yeah. kid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, his strangely Asian kid. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's fine. I guess. It's fine. Whatever. It's just an odd choice. <laughs> um, and then and then so he, you know, and then she lassos him. So he sees that he sees that he's doing terrible things or whatever. And then she's, you know talking him down like oh you, you know you've got to live these are lies you've got to you know live truth or whatever yeah whatever convoluted message they came up with yeah. for this movie and so and then everyone in the world's like you know what i don't want an 18 inch dick yeah i don't want it. i don't it want to be rich. fine the way it was i mean the you know, homeless dude that wishes for- is nothing to complain about yeah. you know the homeless dude who's like dying. Can't wear my short shorts. It is the eighties. Had no home, and he was cold. He's like, you know what? I could go back to dying. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I guess I could give this house back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The cancer that I have, it was okay. Yeah, it was it wasn't fine. that bad. You know what? I didn't like my grandma that much anyway. Yeah. She could bite the dust. <laughs> it was. Just, it was just so weird, and it reminded me way too much. Remember when she did that weird thing where she was singing? Mm-hmm. And got a bunch of she tricked all these other actors into singing. Uh, imagine. Oh, imagine, yeah. It That's just true. felt like that. It just felt out of touch and preachy. And I was like, dude, there's other things you could have done. Also, um, I felt like she did a terrible job acting in this movie. Yes. Which, going so there was one scene when she's actually giving up Steve Treasure and renouncing her wish. That was great. You know, you saw real pain on her face and yeah. everything. That was great. The rest of it was so dumb and so, like, just, you know, like, dead, you know? You know what it was? What? She wasn't doing cocaine. That's true. Um, <laughs> everyone else was. Everyone else was. Like, when she's when she's uh, talking to Kristen Wiig, like, they go out to lunch for the first time. Yeah. Uh, she, literally, they open up a scene where she's like, ha, 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 you, oh, my God, you're so funny. No one's made me laugh like that for years. That was a line that I wrote down yeah. on my phone. I'm like, oof. Yeah. It That's, felt fake. It felt fake. It was so fake. And so one of our uh, uh, Instagram, I guess she wasn't a follower, but saw our comments somehow because we 
We're shitting on Wonder Woman. Uh, what was her name? Nina something? I don't know. Look, look it up while I tell the story. So she um, she mentioned that th- this whole movie is trying to pay homage to the 80s movies, like the Christopher Reeves uh, Superman movies, um, where everything's a little bit more lighthearted and over the top. And and I get that. Like I, I could see that 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 feeling in this movie. Like Pedro Pascal's character feels very much like um what's his face is uh Lex Luthor, uh the original one. Um Gene Hackman. Yes. Um if, I'm not gonna read this. I'll let you read this, but it, it felt very much like that. And yeah, we could yeah, I can Here. Read it. Yeah, I'm not gonna read that. Let's see. This might be a little bit yeah, we're cool. So yeah, it's uh, Tina at Tina Senna on um, S E N A on Instagram. So she says, as a huge Wonder Woman fan from the comic books, the show, collectibles, and even meeting Linda Carter in person, which would be fucking tight. I, <laughs> I added that. I expected a lot too, but also saw the movie and knew what it wanted to be an homage to the Christopher Reeves Superman, a feel-good story to remind us all. Uh, to not let this year get the best of us. And also a deeper look into Diana's struggle to live up to what she is and who she is. She literally gave up the love of her life to save the world. Barbara's story was basically a glimpse into what happens when we ostracize people. And Max Lord's story was basically a classic 80s villain of every damn comic book of the era. The guy who wants to be his own hero and doesn't realize he's already the hero in someone else's story. His son. Um, yeah, it was long. Yeah, it started lighthearted and got dark. But DC films are always darker. It was not hot garbage. It wasn't perfect. Uh, but I'm legit still waiting for any comic book film that is. I sat through three hours of the last Avengers movie just to see them all come back to life. Somewhere, somehow, we all forgot to sit back and be entertained. Well, that's the thing is that I was entertained. You know, I will say she puts a good spin yeah. on it. But um... I, I, like, if if... If I heard that review of it before I was going to watch the movie, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited. May not be exactly what I was thinking of, but, you know, it'll be this is what they're going for. But then once I watched it, it just it wasn't entertaining to me at all. The the CGI looked terrible. Yes, it did. You know, we saw a, a brief clip clip of it when she's running fast at the end through the streets, um, you know, running Wonder Woman fast. And we saw a clip of that at Comic-Con like two years ago. Which also, you know, like this is not telling us anything about 2020 because this movie has been worked on for like three years. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we saw a clip of that. And we're like, ooh, that looked rough. But they, they were like they had started filming at like a month previous. So yeah. they were like it was early, no CG or anything. So I'm like, OK, that'll look better once the movie comes out. You know, it's funny. It did not look better. I called it. I was like when I saw that, I was like, oof. Yeah. I don't know. When I saw that cut. And then, yeah, and I, and kept, then... I kept trying to say like, oh, Christian, like this is pre-production like they they just started filming like two three weeks ago they said yeah and i was like oh i was like that's a good point yeah turns out i was right they they didn't touch it <laughs> again after that um the fighting was nowhere near as good as the first movie no. um the lasso of truth which it it's a cool weapon for her to use and i can i can see why it's hard for them to make it do everything that they want without it looking stupid there were some scenes like when she's spinning it and it's deflecting bullets that was cool yeah i like that when it's splitting into two different lassos and grabbing, you know, jets up in the sky and, you know, showing people visions and stuff, I just, like, didn't give a shit. Yeah. It was just so stupid. Um, I'm actually really surprised they yeah. right away greenlit um, the new one. Yeah. That's insane. Well. With the same director. 
Yeah. Pat, well, Patty Jenkins, I think they're trying to make her like the the Kevin Feige of DC, I think. Um, and maybe not, maybe not, maybe the John Favreau of DC. And the reason is, you know, the first Wonder Woman movie, remember when that came out, all the other DC movies that they were trying to build this DC universe of had not done very well. No, this is the one that started pretty This well. was the one where the people were like, oh shit, they can actually uh, make a good movie every once in a while. So I think what's happening is she's like the golden child of Warner Brothers DC right now. Um, and obviously, you know, they greenlit it so soon after. I'm sure they haven't seen all these reviews and stuff. Um, and I don't think she's a bad director. I The first movie was great. And then she also directed Monster, which uh, was a very good movie as well. Obviously very different. Yeah. But um, I don't – I'm not ready to write her off as a bad director um, because I don't know what happened with the production of this movie. Uh-huh. If this was her vision start to finish and she's like, oh, my God, my masterpiece, then, yeah, she's a bad director. Because, no, I don't think – I don't think you can watch this movie and – look at it as a well-constructed, well-written movie. I just, I can't see that. <laughs> uh, past uh, former guest of Nerds with Friends, Luke Gygax, son of Gary Gygax, inventor of DVD, D&D, uh, also said that, you know, he and his family enjoyed it. He said, he said, well, I'll just read it. Yeah. Just had it. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he. Uh, My family enjoyed it, uh, watching it. Is it bound to be a classic? Nah. But I don't know why people want to dump all over it so much. But to each their own. Yeah. And, you know, and I get that. You know, I, I think I could see a lot of people just enjoying this. You know, if you want to just turn on something, especially with kids, you know, kids probably love the shit out of this because they're the just, colors. They're bright colors. <laughs> you know, they're winking at people, you know, all the time. And they're like, oh, my God. You know, threw their little girl into a teddy bear. I love teddy bears. Um, but, yeah, you know, as a. 34 soon to be 34 year old man watching superhero movies i was not impressed (laughs) (laughs) so there was a post credits stinger at the end yes where there's you know we see a telephone pole that's falling down um it's gonna crush a bunch of people in some market or something and uh you see a lady with brown hair who we assume is wonder woman going and then she just puts a hand up and she's got the the bracer thing yep. on and just palms it and like fucking tosses it and saves people's life. And and somebody's like, Oh my God, thank you so much. You saved me. And she turns around and it's Linda Carter. Yes. And she's like, Oh, no worries. It, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And she literally winks at the camera and like, I love Linda Carter. Like, <laughs> okay. But after watching that shit fest of a movie, I was just like, why, why did, why do you hate me? Patty Jenkins. <laughs> My, and so she's Asteria, and yes. she was she was the Amazon who got you know left behind. Maybe I'd be down if she shows up in the third movie and is like helping Diana on some mission. I yeah. would like that. I don't think it's gonna happen. How do you feel about the forced Christmas at the end? <laughs> it went. Where did that? It, 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 so remember, it went from Fourth of July <laughs> with the fireworks yep. to Christmas. Yes. in this movie. Why? Where she sees the dude that she had sex with with no consent. Yeah. And she's kind of thinking about it. She's like, oh, yeah. maybe. She's like, hmm, I want one more taste of that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was bad. Hey, I man, just... to the people who enjoyed it, that's cool. I'm glad I like, you enjoyed it. I love shitty B-rated horror movies, so I'm with you. Yeah. You know, 
Cody shits on me for liking those movies. And I like, you know, cinematic masterpieces. And <laughs> I don't shit on you for this. That. This was, yeah, <laughs> thanks. You let me like my expertly crafted movies. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, if, if you enjoyed it, obviously don't let us sway your opinion. You know, um, I think we've come to expect a lot out of superhero movies. Um, also, she sh- with uh, Marvel. Of she Marvel. shitted on uh, a- Avengers Endgame, which was excellent. Yeah, yeah. That scene. And t- also, Tony Stark died. The scene and Black Widow, where they all come back, dude, still gives me chills. Oh my god, yeah. When Cat picks up Thor's hammer, yeah, boner every time. It's boner. like to the left. There was so many like things. Uh, I was someone put a clip together oh, of like you're, how you're, t- you're telling me that Marvel is expert at setting up foreshadowing and then paying it off later. Yes. Yes, Christian, <laughs> I know that. There was a lot, and someone did a cool video like uh, with Falcon and Cap. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man and Spider Man, and yep. they would show like the other the other parts. Uh, there were so many, and I was like, "Fuck, I missed that." I was like, "I fucking missed that." Like now that I see it, I appreciate the movie even more. A hundred percent, and and that's what makes a good movie is you know that that setup and payoff. You know, it's it's you know the cut the character struggles with this, and they learn from that struggle and succeed w- with it later. They they had this one weakness now. Now they've overcome it. They had this this one strength. They lose it. They gain it back again. Like the storytelling, yeah. you know. And this movie just did not have that. Let us know what you guys think uh, down in the comments on YouTube, or um, you know, when when we release this on uh, anywhere you get your podcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, let us know in the comments what you thought of Wonder Woman 1984. Are we crazy? I don't think we are. I don't think. We're crazy. But. <laughs> If if you if you have like you know strong points and like uh, uh, what's her name Nina Nina Senna on Instagram and and Luke Gygax for that matter, um, you know we love to hear your opinions and uh, you know we're not mean people like you, you could you view that conversation, we were very courteous to yeah. everyone, um, we we like to discuss things so that's I'm part of why l- we started the show. I'm not gonna lie, I was gonna stir the pot a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna be like, well, Cody, I was, I was just waiting. I was trying to. Type really fast because I'm like Christian's gonna say something. It's like, well, Cody thinks you're a dumb bitch. No, I like, was oh, gonna, Jesus. Christ. I wasn't gonna say that, but I was like, I don't know. Cody says something real. Wonder Women are just in the kitchen or something like that. I don't know what he oh, meant by shit. that. Shit. <laughs> <Yeah. was, laughs> yeah, don't that, say that. That's what he told me in person. I don't know. No, yeah, no. I like a I like a strong lady. After all, Wonder Woman was uh, modeled after a dominatrix. So nice. That's where she came from. Look it up. <laughs> anyway. uh Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Again, let us know what you thought down in the comments or on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. All that information you can find at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. And, uh, you know, let's just hope that the next movie that Warner Brothers releases on HBO Max is a good one. Yeah. Right? And Wanda, uh, WandaVision. Oh, yeah. Well, all the Marvel stuff's going to be great. They haven't let me down yet. Even their worst one's still good. <laughs> Thank you, Christian. As always, Happy New Year to all of you guys listening and to all the nerds out there remember you're not alone you're with friends this is nerds with friends thank you and good night